Hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with Rematch Escarpment, the Golfie team. Here with Rick Samprin on the Hamilton Real Estate Show. Yeah, another uh, beautiful Saturday morning in the city of Hamilton. My name's Rick Samprin. He is Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. We have a special guest in studio. We'll tell you about her in a matter of seconds. We're going to talk about a lot of things today, including some uh, July sales, uh, Tim Hudak making some news, uh, a wild story regarding a couple of realtors in Vancouver, and we'll also touch on posting home sales data online. If you have a question for Rob, you can email your question to questions at robgolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. We'll get to it on a future program. You can call 905-575-7700 to get in touch with Rob Golfie. Find him online, robgolfie.com, and he's all over social media as well. Check him out on Twitter and Instagram, at Rob Golfie, and look up uh, Rob Golfie on his Facebook page as well. Also in studio, Kim Alvarez. She's the president of the Realtors Association of Hamilton, Burlington, also a realtor with Royal LePage Berloke in Burlington. Good morning. Morning. How are you? Very good, thanks. So we're going to talk about a bunch of things, but we'll start off with uh, July sales in Hamilton. As hot as the weather? Question mark? It is hot. It is hot. <laughs> I know, I know the weather is hot. I'm going to let Kim tell me talk that. about it. Since she's the president okay. of the association, she, she'll know the numbers better than I do. All right. So how, how was July? Um, I'd say that we had um, a very good July, um, as usual, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that's actually uh, noticeable is that our uh, listings are down uh, 6.4%. Okay. Sales are down 4.2%, but the average price right now is at 15% increase wow. from last year. And this is comparing the first, uh, this is comparing July, July of this year to, the, to July of correct. last year. Okay. And correct. do we have year to date stats as well? Um, I don't have those. I, okay. I didn't bring Did those. I I, yeah. I didn't bring those with me. But uh, I mean, last year was red hot. This year, I mean, the first it, it five continues. six seven months, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's continued. The inventory's low, and uh, the market's hot. So I mean, if anybody's thinking of selling, now's the time yeah. to do it. So in looking at these numbers, what, what do they tell us? Or is 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 a month to month kind of comparison, or a July twenty sixteen to a July twenty fifteen? How do we compare those? This has actually been pretty consistent, mm-hmm. yeah, for the last little while, actually, is there's an inventory shortage, and so this is what's driving prices up or having a significant impact on it. Yeah. Can we predict from month to month? Is that easy to do in terms of, you know, August is going to be fantastic, uh, you know, September usually we take a dive. Are those indicators kind of there from year to year? Well, I think I, I think September, once September rolls around the fall market, I think it does step up. It just depends on the inventory. Yeah. And, and inventory is so scarce. Like, right now... Um, I just had a call this morning from a lady. She sold her house, okay, and um, and she's looking to buy a townhouse. And uh, and she like she's almost in tears. Her closing date is at the end of September, mm-hmm. and she was very upset because there was a townhouse that she wanted, and uh, she said, "Rob, you know, like there was this townhouse we wanted, and." Um, we didn't get it because it was in competition, hmm. and uh, and I felt bad for her because this lady's got a, a a baby and married, and so she's got to get settled, right. and uh, so she's right now homeless. So we're gonna 
we're going to help her out and try to be aggressive and try to find something. So we may even, you know, go in certain neighborhoods mm. and put letters out to indicate that we do have a family that wants to be in their neighborhood. Uh, because she just like it's just it's tough out there for especially because of the low inventory. Yeah. yeah, obviously an emotional situation for her and her family, but that puts pressure on realtors as well, right? Oh, absolutely. Because you you got a timeline too. Yes, yeah. e- exactly. So so, but we're going to work aggressively trying to find this family uh, a home that uh, that she'll be happy with, not mm-hmm. a home that. Uh, that she just had to take because there was no other choices. So we're we're aggressively going to get our marketing department into uh, finding uh, the neighborhoods that she wants to be in, and then we're going to aggressively pursue those neighborhoods to see if if there is a uh, a seller out there that wants nice. to sell a home. And uh, homes in Hamilton still not on the market for very long. They're they're being scooped up pretty fast, right? Yes, yeah, they they are being uh, sold real quick and. And it, and it just depends. I mean, uh, different pockets of Hamilton. Uh, they, they, you know, we know Hamilton Mountain is one of the hottest markets yeah. in uh, in Hamilton. Um, but uh, but yeah, like we're we're just surprised that sometimes at some of the numbers that uh, people mm-hmm. are getting. Like it's just in, in, incredible. The golfy team had a home uh, up for sale on my street actually, uh, and I thought, oh, I don't know, this might take a few a couple weeks. Uh, and it was like a couple days. Yeah, <laughs> I'm we thinking, sold what? It quick. It's already yeah. sold. <laughs> actually, the, the average price, uh, the average uh, time on market is actually 24 days in Hamilton. Really? So, so, so you obliterated that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I yeah. wasn't even so, close. Yeah, we got to beat that record. <laughs> wow. So obviously, if so, 24 is the average yes so there's homes probably niche market homes in terms of price points that are going to take a lot longer to sell you know those million dollar homes and and, and, and those high priced homes they, they do some some of the higher end homes do take uh sometimes up to 30 days to sell mm-hmm. and then and when it's a balanced market that's why um like years ago um we would get a six-month contract because you know depending if there's holiday seasons coming up you don't know what what's happening right but um, but now I mean we, we don't we usually just do contracts for three months because we know like especially if, if the if the homeowner wants to uh, if if they're going to list the price at a reasonable uh, list price mm-hmm. but if they want um, a high price for their property um, I will ask for a longer uh, contract because I'm going to spend a lot of money trying to sell that property. Sure. Yeah. So so does a homeowner have to sign a contract? Yes, I mean if they want a good realtor, obviously they're yeah, going to do it. Yeah, yeah. Every everyone, uh, if they're going to be on the uh, MLS system, there 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 okay, is so an Ontario real estate contract that uh, has to be signed. Yes. Okay, makes sense. You can call Rob Golfie today at 905-575-7700, online, robgolfie.com, at Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. You can find him on Facebook as well. Just search Rob Golfie. Kim Alvarez, our special guest today. She's the president of the Realtors Association of Hamilton, Burlington, and a realtor with Royal LePage Berloke in Burlington. The uh, Realtors Association, by the way, 2,900 members and is the third largest real estate association in Ontario. That's a lot of people you're responsible for. Yeah, it's a, I think actually <laughs> as of last week, I think it was 2965. Really? So, eh? Yeah. Wow. And it's growing. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's growing. Wow. Yeah. Do we know who uh, or which association is the biggest in Ontario? Probably Toronto? That would be Toronto. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. The Toronto Real Who's number two? Uh, number two is Ottawa. Ottawa. We're just behind. Come on, let's get let's get the silver medal. Let's get the silver medal here. Yeah. All right, let's move on to our uh, next topic. Uh, Tim Hudak, the former Ontario Conservative leader, uh, quitting politics to uh, lead uh, the Ontario Real Estate Association. What might have uh, impacted his decision? I don't think he had a choice. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that, that was plain. He, he, he lost two elections, but I don't yeah. know, Kim. I don't know. Do you think he'd be a good candidate for? Uh, I don't know, like. Uh, I, I think somebody probably knocked on his door and offered him the position. I don't right. know if there was a position open. Yes. There yeah, w- there was Yeah, there was a recruiting position open uh, for this. But 
Um, our current CEO is actually retiring. Okay. So it was an open position. Um, I, I think he's actually going to bring some value to to the position. Actually, mm -hmm. being from outside, I think that that's a benefit. Um, you know, we tend to have board of directors, which are all realtors, and sometimes even CEOs can be past uh, realtors. So I think sometimes having some fresh insight from outside the industry yeah. is actually beneficial. So you don't necessarily have to be a former realtor to, to head up the association? For the CEO position? Yeah. No. Okay. Well, I mean, he's dealt with politicians. He knows, you know, the back channels to go through. He's he's dealt with, uh, you know, people of uh, power positions. So uh, might be a good choice. But what changes could we expect now that Mr. Hudak is uh, in charge? Well, I, I think possibly he'll be looking at uh, maybe streamlining, making uh, further efficiencies. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm -hmm. I most CEOs who come in try to want to put their, their stamp on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they try to make their mark. So I would assume that. Um, actually, a subsequent announcement to Tim Hudak being um, in in the papers was actually um, they just said that another individual is stepping. He's retiring at the mm -hmm. end of the year. And um, another individual will be taking over two posts, so his posts and another department as executive director. Okay. So there's already starting to yeah have some changes. See some and changes. I, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's going to continue. Yeah. Obviously, Tim has uh, big uh, leadership skills, proven leadership skills. How might his leadership impact the Ontario Real Estate Association? Well, one thing, I, I, I'm not sure if everybody is familiar, but uh, the Ontario Real Asso Association does a lot of advocacy work for uh, homeowners. So um, they go to um, lobby on different initiatives, and mm -hmm. I think, obviously, Tim's background yeah. in politics is going to serve them well in, in trying to help with that. They've done many things, so they, they were fighting for the um, against the um, municipal land transfer tax mm -hmm. um, being spread across outside of uh, the GTA, and um, oh, so many initiatives that they've been... Their home, home Energy Audits right now is another one that they're yeah. you know, trying to work on as well. Yeah, the land transfer tax is double in, in the GTA, and... So here in in the Hamilton Wentworth area, uh, you only pay like it's just it, you just the land transfer tax. I think just works just under one percent when you purchase a home. Okay, but in the GTA they double that. Really, and and it uh, when they first introduced that. Um, uh, I think because Toronto was in big trouble financially, so they right. needed more money, and um, and now they and it didn't hit. Home sale prices. So hmm. I guess I'm, I'm not sure who was trying to lobby to put that throughout Ontario, um, and then they said, "Well, listen, it didn't hurt home sale prices in Toronto. Yeah, let's, let's try it somewhere see, else. Let's let's see if we can get more money. Yeah, from the consumer if we implement it all across Ontario. But I think that got shut down, didn't it? Yes. Uh, yeah, that yeah. got shut down. So now we're okay. We can breathe for especially the <laughs> for, uh, home buyers here in in, uh, in the Hamilton yeah. Niagara area for sure. But Toronto homeowners are getting it with high home prices and the doubling of the tax too. That's right. right. Yeah, you exactly. can buy a million dollar house and your land transfer tax alone could be what up to $20,000 or something like that. Wow. Maybe more. That's insane. Yeah. Like and that's not yeah, that's that's uh, yeah, it, it's a bit much, but mm -hmm. uh, but I mean, but sale prices are still going strong there. Very true. Uh, um, apart from administrative uh, changes that Tim might implement, can you foresee um, Ontario colleges maybe developing real estate courses? Um, well, the Real Estate Council of Ontario is uh, in control of that decision, but um, yes, I do think that that's definitely a possibility that could be coming down. There's mm -hmm. Discussions and so forth about different ways of, um, you know, providing education. So, 
Yeah. I'm kind of surprised it hasn't happened already. I mean, we have teachers' colleges, we have you know uh, college or university courses for all kinds of employment. Yet for realtors, you just kind of uh, you know don't go to you know a university or or a college to to get your education. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the actually the Ontario Real Estate Association has been providing the mm-hmm. courses at this up to this time. Right. Right. So yeah, they've been. Our, our college, in essence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but now it'll be... Pro- I would assume it's probably going to be opening up. Yeah. You think yeah. it'll be popular with kids? Um, I I think I think it, it will be. I mean, I, I personally think that you need to get uh, um, some some experience in life before you become a realtor. Mm. Uh, that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, just because there's a, a lot of things that you come across, um, you know, when you're dealing with people... Um, in, in looking for a home or selling their home, but uh, but if they do do a, a you know like a, a one year or two year college education, I, I think it. Uh, I I don't know. Like I mean, it's 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 the Ontario Real Estate Association's decision on how far. Right now, they've they've changed it just since April. Um, I think you have to take five courses now before you get your license. Hmm. Before you used to take three courses. Mm-hmm. And then you get your license, and then you have to take another three within a two-year period. Right. And but it, I'm not sure is is there a, still a two-year period? I'm not sure about that. Uh, Kim, do you know anything about that? Yeah. So it's it's actually Rico that's it versus Aria that's actually making those changes. So yeah, they they've we used to do an articling period within those two years, and mm-hmm. so now they've just moved that forward that to qualify you actually finish all those courses up front. Right. Which is a good thing, I think. Before yeah, you get your before you get your papers or certificate, correct? Well, yeah, yeah. And the, and the other thing is sometimes uh, realtors they get busy working and uh, and it's hard for them to take those <laughs> they three don't courses while the they're in, in, within yeah. the two years. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And they get they get too busy to take it, and sometimes and then if and if you haven't done those courses within the two years, your license is suspended until you have those courses done. And wow. Then, yeah. So if someone's listening this morning and they're they have those life experiences and thinking I want to do you know make a career change and they're kind of thinking about real estate, what makes a good real estate agent. Do you have to be a good salesperson? Um, I don't know. I don't think you have to be a good salesperson. I think you just have to be a good, honest uh, person, and and then educate yourself on 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 the actual home itself. Like you know, like inform the consumer. You know, when you're walking through, you know, key factors that you're looking at when you're looking at a home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, research the neighborhood and, and that stuff. But uh, but you know, be be honest. Don't don't push somebody into something. Uh, the way the way I we teach uh, I teach my team is that you can't uh, push somebody to buying a home. I says usually people make the decision as soon as they walk in the front door. They mm. know if that's the right house for them. Right. And then after that, you you kind of do the research on the house because if if they feel good walking in the front door, then you know what the the rest is easy. Practically sold by then. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we're going to touch on a wild real estate story in Vancouver. We have a whole lot more still to come. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM nine hundred CHML.
Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio this morning with Rob Golfi, sales representative with REMAX Escarpment Realty, the Golfi team. You can call them at 905-575-7700. RobGolfi.com is the website. That is Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. At Rob Golfi on Twitter and Instagram. And check out the Rob Golfi Facebook page. Our special guest today, Kim Alvarez, president of the Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington and a realtor with Royal LePage Berloke in Burlington. All right, let's get to this wild story out of Vancouver. Here's the details. A 73-year-old man lost his wife, and less than three weeks later, he was shocked to receive a sympathy card from two Vancouver real estate agents. The man's daughter says it's absolutely disgusting and misguided in the worst way. The card her father received read, May loving memories be your constant comfort and fill your heart with peace. Not a bad start, but it goes on to say, Dear Mr. Smith, so sorry to hear of your wife's passing. Please let us know if we can help in any way with your real estate needs when the time is right. The business cards were from two realtors, and um, one of them feels that at best, the two real estate agents, or at least the, the man's daughter, feels the two real estate agents displayed extremely poor judgment. Now, the realtors both admitting that they did make a mistake. Are there any issues here? <laughs> Loaded question. It, it, it is. I don't know. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll give my opinion. I, okay. It, it is it is a tough situation because it's an emotional thing that happens oh, yeah. when you lose uh, a loved one. Um, I, I think that, uh, you know, I think I would have just probably left it alone and let them decide what they want to do, maybe let some time go by. Yeah. Um, I feel bad for the agents because... You know, they shut down everything, their website, everything. You can't, like, uh, Facebook, everything. Wow. Everything was shut down because you could tell they were they were being harassed because yeah. of it. And uh, there's a part of me that feels sorry that they, they, they're going through this uh, pain that, that the public has portrayed on, mm-hmm. on them because mm-hmm. of what they've done. Uh, but I think it's it's actually good for the industry. I think people should back off. And uh, and you know l- let let people mourn it and and let them decide what they want to do and not yeah. push them into uh, something like we just got a call. Um, uh, the, the the father passed away. This is the last. So that now it's the two children that are taking care of it. Right. He passed away two weeks ago. Okay. Um. So they they called us in. Like I mean we you know we they called us in and you know they got to get things packed because things. Uh, for some reason they got to get moving along with with the house because things are costing money every month. Sure. So, um, and they called, I think, um, I, I think my, ourselves and a couple other agents, I'm not sure. And uh, so we're just waiting for a decision when they're planning on putting it on the market. But uh, but we didn't harass them. We just, you know, they, they picked us out from and uh, decided to, uh, you know, get an evaluation. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I think people should just back off on that. I know people go through the obituaries and try to get that. It's not a good, it's not a good tactic. Wow. It's, it's unethical, in my opinion. I don't know, like, Kim, what's your, your thoughts on that? Well, personally, so I, I'm a widow, and so I've been in that situation, I mm-hmm. suppose. So, yeah, I guess I have some s- strong feelings. Uh, I definitely don't think it was a you know proper tactic to yeah. use uh, for sales at any point. Um, definitely there's a you know period of time um, to just give the family time to grieve and so forth. So, yeah, it w- in that sense, it was inappropriate. I understand the card initially. The intent was probably sure. as a sympathy. You know, they, they met him in person initially. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, just uh, 
just obviously they've made some errors in in judgment and and, and I think as Rob said they they've owned up to that fact that yeah. they they did make a mistake and they realized that um, is there anything that the industry does there's no sort of you know poor judgment uh, mm-hmm. rule penalty or, yeah, yeah exactly but I I think as Rob as well mentioned is that um, this is obviously had an impact on their reputation yeah. right so I think that that's probably penalty enough um, at this point it's it's everywhere in the media it's mm-hmm. everywhere it's on forums um, there's uh, actually realtors who are quite upset as well because yeah. it feels like it tarnishes their own reputation sure. oh yeah so yeah yeah, yeah. It, it does it does it does hurt our our reputation a bit and and actually this a lot of good may come out of this actually for everyone across Canada mm. because of the public public publicity it, it's gotten and uh, so, you know, maybe it might back off a lot of other realtors of doing the same thing uh, in different cities and towns. Right. You know. As we said, their intentions might have been good. Their execution was very poor, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, has the media blown it out of proportion, do we think? I, I mean, know. we tend to do I that mean, from time I to mean, time. It's, it's, <laughs> it's funny. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I mean, there was probably nothing going on this week, possibly, <laughs> in the news. <laughs> so, I mean, they just... Uh, I guess they just went after these two realtors. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe it could have. It just depends on. That's how social media is now. That's that's. And it, yeah, it can go it, viral it, pretty quick. Yeah. If it goes yeah. viral, then guess what? It, it, the the media is going to take. Yeah. Uh, just jump on it too. They're going to mm-hmm. ride that wave. Um, and uh, but if it didn't go viral on, on social media, then it, it would have probably just been a little small thing, and and everybody would have forgotten about right. it. And and ninety nine percent of. Canada would not even have known about mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. In saying that, and you mentioned the obituaries and people going through them, does this happen more than people think? You know what? I don't know, but I, I think it does. Yeah. And uh, but I think um, just like this uh, daughter of of of, of this uh, person, um, they probably do get letters and say, "Hey, listen, this is not nice." Um, but I mean, it's hard to tell. We don't know. I hope it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Um, you know, I mean, it's people do anything today, right? I mean, there's unethical people in every industry, right? You know, you got lawyers, you got you know doctors, you got yeah. uh, accountants, and you know, and all of a sudden they end up in the news for doing something unethical. Yeah. But uh, but we hate to see it happen in 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 our industry. And you mentioned in past shows, you know, the average realtor will sell what three to four ho- homes in a year. That's they right. they might take you know every advantage that they can to get that one or two extra homes. You know, on their balance sheet. That's right. right? That's right. Yeah, because they're tr- they're trying to make up that those numbers. Yeah. 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 But, but at the same time, I think given the reaction that they've seen now, I don't think many realtors are going to go this way. Some people from yeah. actually using that tactic it's, anymore. It's, it's been ferocious. Yeah. That's for yeah. sure. Hamilton Spectator will lose some subscriptions because of that now. <laughs> <laughs> I can see. They don't need the obituary uh, yeah. uh, page anymore. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's talk about TREB or the Toronto Real Estate Board, which has been uh, in the news recently regarding a competition tribunal ruling that would allow its realtor members to post home sales data online. Maybe let's get some background or a summarization of what's happening here. What do they what do they want to do? What are they trying to do? You want me to start? Okay. I, 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 let me know if I'm wrong, Kim. Um, what, what they're trying to do is um, publicize the sale price of people's homes to all the public. You okay. know, you know how you can go on MPAC and you can see your neighbors, yep. um, you know, uh, value, like what do they call it? Uh, assessment. Right. Right. Yep. But now they're, they're wanting uh, people to see your sale price. Mm-hmm. And personally, as a homeowner, I, I 
would not rather have that. I mean, I understand realtors need it to, to evaluate a house to see what the neighborhood's going for, and right. that's why you hire a realtor. But um, a, per, a resident that doesn't mean anything is just knows he just wants to see it. I don't think I don't think it should be publicized. There's mm -hmm. a lot of things that shouldn't be publicized. I thought we were getting more stronger in being privacy with this privacy. Yeah, thing this going is going on. the other way. Now it's going the other way. Like um, I don't know. Like Kim's more in the forefront of because you know she, with uh, Treb with uh, and they're fighting the battle mm -hmm. there. Well, other than what we read in the news, obviously because because it's in the court system, they have to maintain their confidentiality. They can't right. really discuss it. Um, but I think that I think you accurately described some of the issues. It's been going on for years. There's been it's been back and forth about you know sharing having it as open as possible. It's mm -hmm. you know competition bureau that's actually saying this. So it's 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 both sides. There's two acts, right? There's the to remain free for the competition, yeah. but at the same time uh, protecting people's privacy. So it's a balance, right? So which act yeah. is going to, you know, take the, the precedent here that it's the, the most important. So mm -hmm. um, it, that should be interesting. Right now, uh, Treb is actually appealing it. That's the stage we're at right now. Okay. So there's no findings uh, from that at this point. Um, so we're just waiting to, to see what's going to be the outcome of that because, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it will impact uh, likely, you know, associations across the country. Oh, for sure. You know? So people who are on the, the four side, people who want to see this come about, what are they pointing to as some of the pluses in, in releasing this data online? I guess that homeowners could uh, have the access to that information, sell their own home. That's really, I, I, you know, being able to go on there, get a sense of their own market value yeah. and, and try to list their own home. I mean, I don't think it, realtors are going anywhere because this access is in the U.S. already. Mm. Um, and yet realtors are, you know, Still more used than ever, actually. Yeah. So um, it's local knowledge that the realtor has and it's, you know, using that information appropriately. Um, that's and also negotiation skills, creating a buffer yeah. between, you know, the two parties. There's so many values that the um, the realtor is providing aside from, you know, just giving you a number. Mm -hmm. and, and regardless, a seller is the one who actually decides on what they're going to sell their home for. We just provide a, you know, this is this is our suggestion and, and they go with it. So sometimes when people wonder why on the street is there such an odd price, it's not necessarily uh, the realtor that actually created that right. price. It's, you know, the seller decides. So Yeah. You mentioned it was in the States. Is it a state-by-state -state thing or is it a national kind of... Uh, online database people can tap well, into Zillow, Zillow, and anything like that. Too. They, they, okay, yeah, they've got. Uh, um, I remember when there there was Zucasa here in in, yeah. uh, in Canada. That yep. was Rogers put, putting out, and they wanted to put out their own uh, real estate um, system out mm -hmm. there, like MLS, but mm -hmm. it, uh, they didn't succeed doing it. But in the U.S., they do have different uh, companies that l like the MLS system in Canada. So right. like, so in the U.S., you might have like five different MLS systems. So mm -hmm. as a consumer, you're looking at, sometimes you're looking at, at three or four or five different systems just to see, make sure you didn't miss out on a home right. that uh, that is for sale in, in, in that city or town. Uh, but I, I think there is. Uh, Actually, I was just at Inman, and it's 750 MLS systems in, in the U.S. Wow. Yeah. In the US. Holy yeah, cow. It, yeah, it, it, it is. It, it's it's frustrating, good. especially for a Canadian going down to buy a house. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> in Canada, you just hit uh, uh, is it uh, uh, Realtor.ca? Yeah, and, and there you've you got are. Every house in Canada that's on the MLS system. Yeah, but in the U.S., um, you gotta like you have to know it, and, and if you don't know the different. 
uh, MLS systems that they have mm-hmm. in every city, then you could miss out on on a house. So so over there, you really have to be a good realtor. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that's probably why that realtors are still successful in the states because there are so many avenues to go. You still need someone at the end of the day to you know to, to close that, that sale, get the best price for you, and uh, etc. Right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, could this be implemented nationally? Um, is this Ontario or just uh, or just in, in the, Canada? The Treb, you're just talking about yeah. the Treb. At this point, yeah, they're trying to keep it just within Toronto. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't know. It depends on where the ruling is, if it is going to go nationwide. I know that um, the Canadian National Association, Real Estate Association is actually, you know, involved mm-hmm. as well, supporting. Um, and so I, I think that they're trying to manage because each market is different, very right. different than the Toronto real estate market, right? So Is this discussion going on in other cities or just Toronto? The, the discussion? Well, I think everybody's aware right. of this, but... But yeah. maybe not so at this stage. Toronto's yeah. the biggest yeah. real estate association. So the I think they're 40. The, is it in the world? Yeah, yeah. 45,000, so, approximately 45,000 wow. members. So they always go after the big one. And if they get approval through the big one, then it's easier to go to the there's other no ones. sense fighting the yeah. rest of the battle. They, 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 they hit the big one. Yeah. So. How does this affect the homeowner, um, whether they're going to sell their house or, or not? How, how does the homeowner get impacted by all this? Well, I mean, I think Rob was talking about the the fact of the privacy issues. Yeah. Uh, that that is, I think, the biggest issue for homeowners is going to be: Do I really want the public, mm-hmm. everybody, to know what I bought or sold my my house the, that house for? Um, so I think that's one way it's going to impact the homeowners. Um, whether they choose to try to sell their own home, I mean, they have that avenue available to them now. So mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I get the gist that you guys are against this. Um. I mean, I, I don't think it'll impact um, our business because um, I, I think, you know, uh, people that sell privately, I mean, I think it's less than 7% or 8%. I don't, I'm not sure what the numbers are for uh, uh, nationwide or even the U.S. I think I saw the U.S. numbers. It was less than 10% hmm. uh, private private sales. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm talking as a personal resident, not right. as a realtor. Right, I right. mean, um the, I, I, I don't know. I think I'd, I like the privacy issue because if I were if I were buying a house, you can actually um, prevent from having that price besides the MLS, besides the MLS system, you can actually have that hidden if you pay your land transfer tax two weeks in advance. Mm. So, and that will, uh, so when you show up on, uh, our system's called Geo Warehouse, and a lot of people don't know about this, but if you pay your land transfer tax two weeks in advance, it, it, it'll it won't show the sale price uh, on the uh, system. Hmm. So, but but if you sold it through uh, real estate, it'll show up on the MLS system saying that uh, the the home sold for mm-hmm. whatever amount of dollars. Yeah, yeah. Is it nice to know that they're thinking of they you know the people who are behind this kind of thinking of new innovations and and thinking of ways to improve the system, whether it's going to improve it or not. At least they're thinking about it. Does that you know give you some kind of uh, you know warm feeling to say you know we're we're trying to make some progress in this industry? Well, I think regardless, this is where our industry is going. So, yeah, we've been bracing for this, that there's going to be change, you know, significant change. It's it's the time, right, that Mm -hmm. it's going to happen. So I I think innovation is going to be inevitable whether this decision goes through or not. We're already talking about it now, like what new technologies and so forth, like within the industry. So. This this won't drive. This won't be the key driver. Yeah, yeah. All right. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the um, 
Real Estate Association of uh, Hamilton and Burlington, some of the big things that are happening uh, upcoming. And uh, again, if you have a question for Rob, you can email questions at robgolfie.com. Questions at robgolfie.com. We'll get to it on a future program. Find them online, robgolfie.com. You can call them at 905-575-7700, at Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram, and check them out on Facebook as well. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. And we're back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Kim Alvarez is our special guest. She's the president of the Realtors Association of Hamilton, Burlington, and a realtor with Royal LePage Burloke in Burlington. By the way, the RAHB has 2,964 members. Is that, did I get 65, that right? 65 members. Yeah. We just added another one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the third largest <laughs> real estate association in Ontario. Call Rob today at 905-575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website. Check out the Rob Golfie Facebook page, and he's on Twitter and Instagram at Rob Golfie. Moving forward, what's the biggest focus for the real estate board? Uh, I'd say what we're, what we're working on right now and have been for the past couple of years is um, having a shared MLS system. So we've been working regionally with mm-hmm. Southwest Ontario, um, the benefit is actually uh, some realtors, all our borders are very close. So we, we're all in jurisdictions, all these boards. And um, having the, a realtor who perhaps sells in Oakville, Milton, and you know Burlington, or Hamilton and Niagara, mm-hmm. um, they're crossing different boards and right. paying different fees to actually belong to two different boards to I have see, access okay. to MLS data. So um, by sharing the data, then realtors actually have a full comprehensive list of all listings mm-hmm. that are within their jurisdiction. That allows the auto searches that are going out to the, the clients to actually have a complete set of all the data that should be there. Otherwise, realtors have been joined to so many different boards to make sure that they had that data. Yeah, yeah. So it, it really didn't make sense. So the goal is to actually just eliminate that that we have shared MLS data with mm-hmm. all the different, uh, you know, neighboring boards. How close are we to that? Um, or how far are we to that? <laughs> um, well, right now we are sharing. Um, we're going to be moving to our own MLS platform and actually having shared data with these um, different boards. Um, and that is uh, going to be effective February. But right now hmm. there, we're still on a shared system. Okay. Yeah. And w- so what data are you sharing? All the listings that are out in the marketplace. Okay. Yeah. So, and this includes price points, uh, you know, closing dates, yes. the whole kit, right, caboodle. right, Everything, yeah. all that data. So, okay. a, a realtor in Hamilton has all uh, data from the Niagara board, and uh, I think Brantford. Yeah. Uh, is Oakville in there? Yep, Oakville, o- o- Milton, Milton, Kitchener, Waterloo, Cambridge, Guelph, and Simcoe. Hmm. Yeah. So, so basically, so now realtors are all over, scrambling all over. Southern Ontario, mm-hmm. and, and I'm not sure Toronto's not on there yet. No, and and, it, and they're no. so powerful they can say yay or nay or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But um, uh, th- th- there's pluses and minuses on that, and you can get ten people in a room. You say half of them will say they love it, and the other half will say no, we right. hate it. So it, it it is a tough, controversial uh, thing. It um, um, it, it I think um, I don't know. 
Kim, like it's, uh, I mean, it, it seems like everybody's going that, that direction. Uh, and I, in other parts of the country, I think, am I right? Yeah, for sure. And I think um, the, the scenario that happens is um, we have a buyer who may look at realtor.ca, see a listing, mm -hmm. and then they call a realtor and say, oh, you know, I'm really interested in this property. You know, we go on our system, look for that listing, and it's not there. And it's because another person from, let's say, a neighboring board mm -hmm. is actually the listing agent. And we didn't, we can't see that, so we have to go into another board to be able to see that right. data. So it, it's just inefficient, right? The the consumer actually ends up seeing more information than the realtor. So we needed yeah. to, to eliminate those boundaries. Right. Yeah. So you mentioned pluses and minuses. Obviously, the plus would be to you know get a, a scope of everything that's available. What would any minuses be? Well, now now you have uh, the the twenty nine. 165 agents that we have mm -hmm. now are competing with agents in the surrounding rounds. area. Right. So it's just, so um, I, I think especially in the last uh, five to 10 years, we've had more realtors come into our board, especially from the GTA, uh, bringing clients themselves instead of referring. Mm -hmm. And um, so, I mean, so, so a lot of that business is being lost from the local agents uh, from our local board, and, right. it, and it's going to the agents in the GTA. Is that correct? Well, one of the le the legislation actually says that uh, a realtor cannot trade and you know do a transaction uh, unless they're familiar with that area. They have to have the local knowledge and so forth because if they're at risk of you know putting you in a house that maybe they don't know that it you know large development is going to sure. happen, or if they, if they don't have that local area knowledge, so they're actually putting themselves at risk if they try to actually trade outside there yeah. that they're not familiar with. So I think that that's one barrier for it, them it, to do it. But I mean, I don't disagree that you yeah. know, people are, you know, yeah. but it, it, it happened before too. I mean, Burlington and, and Oakville are so close. There's, you know, they, 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 10 they, minutes yeah. apart. And mm -hmm. actually, usually Burlington and Oakville agents were members of two different boards yeah. most times because um, just because it's so yeah, it's yeah. so close, and yeah. and the price ranges are so close. So you get people from Burlington moving to Oakville, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a natural there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's probably a lot of, and this is anecdotal, but there's probably a lot of cases where a person in Toronto will buy a home from a real estate agent uh, in Toronto, but their next home might be, let's say, in Hamilton, and they want to go back to that real estate agent that they have, they have a history with and a, and a relationship with, and want to use them again. But that might not be the best choice, right? Usually, it's the the local realtor is the best yeah. choice. Usually, it, it yeah. is, yeah, because because we know the 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 neighborhoods here, yeah. And sometimes I'll tell you, sometimes those agents from out of town they put their clients in in areas that they shouldn't be in, and they realize that after you know, and uh, but you know, it's a you know, it's it's the biggest purchase that they're going to make in their life, mm -hmm. and they got to live with it now, yeah. you know. When we come back, we'll find out what's happening in Burlington on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML.
One last go-round here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie, sales representative with REMAX Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team, also joined today by our special guest, Kim Alvarez, the president of the Realtors Association of Hamilton, Burlington, and a realtor with Royal LePage Berloque in Burlington. We'll talk about Burlington in a matter of seconds. Stay tuned for that. If you have a question for Rob, email questions at robgolfie.com. You can call him at 905-575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website, at RobGolfie on Twitter and Instagram, and check him out on Facebook as well. So, Kim, what's happening in Burlington? Okay, so the market stats, um, as uh, Rob was mentioning in Hamilton, uh, comparing to Burlington, right now uh, listings are down 31%, so much more than it was 6.4% in Hamilton. Yeah, wow. Uh, Sales are down 15%. And it was down in 4.2% in um, Hamilton. Um, the median is up 21%, and the average uh, home price is up 24%, hmm. uh, where it was 15 in Hamilton. Wow. And in Hamilton, the market pace, it's 24 days average on market. It's 20 days average wow. in, in Burlington. So even quicker. Yeah, yeah. even quicker. Wow. Prices are soaring. Are- yeah. Soaring, yeah. and nobody and nobody's gotten raises this year. Nobody's got a raise at their employment, so how, how can they afford these houses? Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> but I mean, stats like that really put a lot. I mean, and especially the listing um, uh, timeline. You know, twenty days, twenty-four days. This is not a lot of time uh, that a home is going to stay on the market. Does that put more pressure on you guys to to get in, get a good bid, make sure that your the, the homeowner you're working for is is going to get that home? From what I've heard from from realtors, they're saying that the they're putting in way more offers. They're in competition almost always. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So it, it's it's very competitive. They're working so much harder, in essence, just to try to get you know the same number of sales because yeah, it's it's so competitive. Yeah. They're well, losing out. Yeah. Well, one, you finally find a house for 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 this couple or family that you're 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 looking to help looking to find a house for. And now you got to compete against ten other people mm-hmm. to get this house, and and that's the frustrating part about it because um, when you find a house that you like and you fall in love with it, you kind of imagine everything you know that how you're going to live there, yeah. And then somebody just you know ends up getting it besides yeah. you. That person or that family might have a much bigger budget than you and likes the home just as much and yeah. can you know blow your bid out of the water. Yeah, right? it's mm-hmm. like you know like it, it's basically like show me the money and yeah. then uh, you know who's got the most money that is going to go for it and it, and it's hard because. I feel sorry for a lot of families because I I've seen a lot of disappointments out there yeah. and um, and it, it it takes them two or three t- uh, t- uh, times to get going through multiple offers like yeah. they lose the first one they lose the second one then they lose the third one okay now they're veterans at this <laughs> yeah. but but the funny thing is is when they're looking at homes it's the same circle of people mm. like you know you could see the same circle of agents you right. know because they got because obviously they're looking for a certain criteria yeah. a certain neighborhood and you know in a certain price range so it's like you know it's it's funny when the offer presentations are going on you you know you're meeting with these agents all the time okay so who's <laughs> going to get it this time you yeah know? well if so. there's 10 people bidding on one home there's going to be nine losers that's right so those nine that's are right. moving to another house but, right? but the problem is there's another two buyers that exactly. enter the marketplace <laughs> now so you now go got, to 11 yeah i got more yeah so yeah it's tough well, and We've talked about this before on the show, Kim, where GTA buyers are coming to here, uh, coming to Hamilton and Burlington because they see the prices comparable to the Toronto prices, which are really crazy, and uh, they're blowing you know local offers out of the water because their budgets are sky high too. Yep, right? absolutely. absolutely. Can we do anything to fight these guys? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, no, no, nothing. No. I mean, that's I, that's what the market is. Well, right? yeah. The market is. Yeah. What happened in, in, in Van- was it Vancouver that they were trying to slow down the market by? This was taxing? the tax hike. Did that did that go through with the, the foreign investors? Uh, the for, for, yeah, foreign, foreign investors. My I, understanding is it went through, but, but I think there's it. there's fighting, yeah, because they're saying there's some contention. Yeah, yeah, yeah because there, there's yeah, because there's yeah. some local like uh, people that don't have their citizenship and they're looking for a house for their family, right. and now they can't afford it. And they're now, getting caught so in they, this they, web. Yeah, they, they, they solved one problem, but they hurt yeah other people. Well, well, it's uh, that's an interesting story in and of itself, and so is the GTA buyer coming here uh, to uh, to Hamilton. Um, I should also mention big congrats to the Hamilton uh, or the Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington, always supportive of the CHML Children's Fund each and every uh, year right. with the uh, the Realtors auction. So uh, kudos to you guys each and every year. I think it's up to thirty years or maybe right. more than that yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, so you guys do a bang up job with that, and looking forward to this uh, November's uh, festivities as well. Perfect. Uh, that's it for us. Uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. I know it's going to be a hot one, and uh, uh, we will uh, see you back here on uh, Saturday morning at 9 o'clock for the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML.